Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back to the best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back Back to to the Best. Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The The Best Best Times. Times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome welcome to all our former besties returning. Welcome Welcome back. back. I liked that. The, the, they can't see it, but you were doing a little like in well, and out. Well, we were. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we're okay, everybody. Everything is okay. It's 100 degrees It's, a, it's actually 100. My car said 103. I just. Did you find a spot under a tree? No. Oh, <laughs> my God. Maybe honestly, I'll just put the top down and let the hot air. <laughs> you just you just make the problem um, worse. But what was happening was mm-hmm. we were having some volume volume issues. issues. So I was just making sure because sometimes whenever we do our hello and our hi, we and go high goes high. <laughs> so and we were just we're trying not to make everyone who listens to this um, deaf. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would never do that. Scream in pain. No. <laughs> From their ears bleeding from our volume in this hundred degree weather. Speaking of ears yes. doing things, mm-hmm. I'm glad I, you brought this up. Mm-hmm. We were watching. There's something on Netflix. I don't know if you saw it. Now it's called The Unexplained. No. And William Shatner hosts it. He does a very good job. He's like very spooky in it. And they just review real. Like, there one's like a real house that seems to be haunted. There's like just very interesting, unexplained situations in life. Oh. And it's like a scientific approach and possibly a paranormal approach. Anyway, back to the ears. I haven't even heard of that. There were these nine oh. Russian hikers oh, many, no. many years ago that decided to hike this mountain. Why? A very far away. I can't remember what country it was in at the moment. It was, it's like name in a different language means like do not go there. And they thought they could conquer it. And back to the ears, oh, no. they all died. Oh, no. <laughs> they oh, they all died. <laughs> Every one of them. From and their ears? So a few of them, it was hypothermia. But the other ones, their like skulls were crushed. And really like we- weird things happened. Their cause of death was not just freezing to death. Would you say it was unexplained? It was unexplained. <laughs> it was the unexplained. And scientists think that the way there's it's very very windy on this mountain and wind can hit there's a it's a type of like pitch or something that can happen in your hearing that makes you disoriented i can see that and they think that they went crazy from from the noise from like in your ears you would yeah so like we would point is we would never want to make a noise come through this we would never go hike no my god (laughs) we are never i mean i watched this and i thought well they were asking for it they hiked the mountain is called do not go there do not go it's like people who go to hike in death valley i just don't know what to say it's literally in the name Mm -hmm. literally in the name even everest my mom loves an everest documentary and every time it's like do you not have anything else to do today was there nothing else maybe like let's uh, watch like Mm -hmm. the proud family family. (laughs) good 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 segue good segue I, I tell you, <laughs> the next time you think, oh, I'm going to go on a hike where I might die, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, turn mm-hmm. on The Proud Family. <laughs> it is the only thing to do other than go on a deathly hike is watch The Proud Family. Maybe all that. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Maybe all that. We uh, Either of those 
you'll just you, you'll be better off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, than hiking the do not go there hikes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, I don't really hike. I did do the Hollywood sign hike. You did. Twice. Mm-hmm. You did. I mean, fun. there's something to be said for hiking in heat and then just freezing cold. And should I say it again? It was called Don't Go There. Yeah. Let's so, Okay. New rule for mm-hmm, everyone mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need to hike, mm-hmm. let's do it in the fall or spring in when it's fall. a perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it maybe like a sunset hike, maybe yeah. an early morning one. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go high. No, 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 no. Not going to go high. Bring some snacks. Water. Mm-hmm. Water. Um, and if it says do not go there. I wouldn't go. Don't go. Wouldn't go. Watch don't the Proud go. Family. Watch the Proud Family. Family, they'll make you sing. <laughs> make you want to sing. Family, family, proud, proud family. Proud family. Yes, David and I do sing the theme song for the Proud Family. It is us, actually. It's definitely us. Definitely us. Nobody else. Um, You know by the title of this episode, La Cienega herself. Boulevardes. La Cienega. Oh, we were telling her, which you'll hear in the episode, how... Neither, both of us not being born in LA did not know that her name was an actual street in Los Angeles. I never put it together until it, whenever um, the original came out on Disney plus and I was mm-hmm. watching it and then she said her name on there and I was already living out here. And then that's whenever I realized it. La Cienega Boulevard. La Cienega Boulevard. <laughs> that, that's her. She's La Cienega Boulevardes, which is La Cienega Boulevard. We had Elisa Reyes on. She, yes. if you obviously is in the proud family. Yeah. <laughs> What if she wasn't? Like, <laughs> we just decided that the Proud family was the alternative to a death hike for mm-hmm. no reason. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> I love like her main thing, which we both love, is that she loves to spread like positivity, mm-hmm. and we just associated mm-hmm. the Proud family with the death hike. <laughs> Alisa, if you're listening, I apologize. I don't I, the hearing. I don't know why the hearing took me to this documentary. The unexplained and then the death hikes but we're just gonna leave it thank god we're gonna move on elisa is like the most positive person ever because if you think oh wow what a depressing episode Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm." just you wait no 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 she is so positive so nice she told us that she loved us she did tell us that she loved us that that we take that to heart one of my favorite things that we do is tell people what they're gonna hear (laughs) (laughs) we totally do we get too excited they're they're gonna hear it in about five Mm -hmm. minutes Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. You know, we're just proud. We're proud of we're our proud. episodes, and our pride shines through and, and makes us. She feels like family now. She does. She's coming to Christmas. Okay, she's coming to Christmas, and we just love her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think before we jump mm-hmm. in. The Hocus Pocus two trailer came out September thirtieth. Right? Is that September thirtieth? Was the release when date? the release date is? Yes. I'm so excited. Did you watch it? I watched the trailer. I, watched it. I saw it like first thing this morning. Oh God, I I I loved it. I just it makes me ready for Halloween. I'm glad. I I don't think I'm gonna watch another trailer, even if they put out mm. a full one. Mm, okay. It's like mm-hmm. my new thing where I'm stopping watching trailers because I feel like trailers always put too much yeah. in them now. Oh, they do. Some of them, it's like you feel like you just watched the movie. So I feel like the teaser was the perfect amount mm-hmm. t- to tease us. Tease us. <laughs> you only see them at the end of the teaser. Yeah. For I'm like barely. Barely. Which I thought they looked you great. You saw the new people, the new yes. younger mm-hmm. who who light who, the black flame candle. Oh, so she's a witch. Yeah, possibly. <gasps> Are they going to train wait. her? They the the Sanderson sisters. Maybe. What if she, we don't know? 
I don't know. I don't we'll know. Find out. We got to do a party on September 30th. Oh my though, God. Like for real. We have to. We are so, so excited for it. It just, it instantly got me in the fall mood and if, it's like the peak of summer. If it's they like, dang do it. any kind of red carpet at <gasps> El Capitan, even if we're stuck across, across the, the street, street, we got to go. I used to stand across the street when I first I did moved too. out when here. I, first got here, I thought it was so, so cool to go watch a red carpet. I saw like Channing Tatum so far away and I zoomed <sighs> in and I was ecstatic. So we will do that. I remember I went to the Hangover 3 red carpet whenever I first moved out here. Oh, that's a good one. And I had my hangover. I remember I had my hangover DVD with me because I brought my entire DVD collection with me when I moved. And so I took it with me and three of them walked by and signed the little cover. That's nice. Uh I feel like people don't do. Did you have a marker with you? No. Oh, did they have one? uh, Someone else had one. That is lucky. Because I like just folded it up and like had it in my pocket on the off yeah. chance they walked over. Like I wasn't like, <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, it's me. <laughs> my size, sign my cover. <laughs> oh, but we will, we will, we will go. We have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the trailer. One of our favorite movies of all time. One of my personal favorite Disney characters of. All time of eternity turned mm-hmm. twenty last week. Lilo and Stitch. You do love Lilo and Stitch. Is <laughs> You're it just still end it, Lilo? <laughs> <laughs> is your AirPods case still the Stitch case? It is. It's such a cute little case. And how fitting that this week was also six two six day. So Grace looks confused. So what did, did you actually say? This week was also six two six day. Oh, six two. Did you think I said? I thought you said six to six. Like it was it in my ear. Not to go back to ears and the death the death height. Oh god! I heard. We, we, I heard. We moved on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I heard it as like one word. Six to six. I do talk fast when I'm That's excited. Okay. So you six said to six, six day. Two. <laughs> so you said six two six. Like June twenty six because he is right an experiment. Six two, two six six. Mm-hmm. I understand now. Six to six. <laughs> six also, to six. A lot of DCOMs have been celebrating anniversaries. Today, the day that we're recording this is Get a Clue's anniversary. I think that they are also twenty. Oh real oh my god, it get always makes me feel old. Yeah, we went to different parts mm-hmm. of the totally song, different. but it's both okay. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and Smart House, I think was like 21 or 22 smart house is over 20 (sighs) okay that one i can see because ryan merriman Mm -hmm. is that his name i mean he's so much older now so you can you can put that together but it still makes me feel old but happy anniversary to those we we want to do a lilo and stitch episode still Mm -hmm. we if we have a week or we maybe don't have a guest and Mm -hmm. we are looking for something fun we will do that Mm -hmm. because stay tuned there was a lot of fun facts about it we, that we need to share. Just, what an iconic movie. Iconic. So um, good. And all that's coming to my mind is now is that everybody wants to listen to our interview with Elisa. They cannot wait. We've spoiled a little bit of it, <laughs> <laughs> which we always do. But we are telling you there is so much more that she shared with us. We know you're going to love this. Without further, without oh. further ado. <laughs> I was going to say say something else about ears and I don't want to. So we're going to get into it. Yeah. Just just, listen with your ears. Okay. okay. (laughs) I I have taken, I have physically taken Grace's mic. I'm holding two mics in my hand. Here she is. Without further ado, Elisa Reyes. How are y'all doing today? Good. How are you? Good. That I got all Southern over here, even though I'm not at all from the South. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like I sometimes from- slip that in too. Cause we have like, I have friends that are from the South and then I just adapt yeah. it. And I'm like, I am not Southern, but I just said uh, y'all. Yeah. I think it, well, it makes us sound classy and cool at the same time. That's so true. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, we are like a nostalgia podcast about like the nineties, early two thousands, which you are in some of our favorite shows of all time. So we'd love to go back. We saw that at least on IMDb, your first acting credit is in a Mariah Carey video. So we would love to know how that came to be and like how you even got started acting in general. Sure. I started acting when I was around the age of seven, though I would have preferred to start sooner. Um, I told my mom, I was just really passionate about the business because I started off doing like singing and dancing classes and whatnot. And I remember my mom and I we took some really like cheesy black and white photos, four by sixes. My hair was crimped. I looked like I was in my own ball gown, quinceanera dress, um, in a, in a park swinging on a swing. I don't know what we were thinking. And, you know, I remember we like put everything in folders and we mailed everything and we were just crossing our fingers because we had found out through other friends that were in the business, you know, what agents to send things out. We're looking in the phone book, right? And uh, by the grace of God, I got called by an agency by the name of Tracy's Kids in Manhattan, New York, where I'm originally from. And mm-hmm. she called me in to do something called a cold read, which is, you know, when an actor has to read something on the spot for the first time. And one thing about me was, and, and to this day, I'm pretty fearless. Um, I will do whatever uh, that's given to me, you know, to the best of my ability. Um, and, you know, sometimes you got to fake it to make it. And, <laughs> you know, uh, by the grace of God, I was able to do this cute script that was Smucker's Jams and Jellies that she Ooh. gave to me to do. And uh, I remember she took a couple minutes and she called my mom and I back into the office and she goes, I want to sign you. And one of the first auditions that I went out for was actually a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. And that is what made me joined Screen Actors Guild in 1990. And I've been working ever since. So Mariah Carey was one of my many credits that I had as a child. But uh-huh. it's funny because um, it's it's one of the main music videos that's up on IMDb. And I think it's hilarious. They only have Mariah Carey and I mentioned in it like there was nobody else in the video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many other people in the music video. <laughs> so you met like you met Mariah Carey when you were there? Oh, yeah. So it was a video for uh, a video she did called Make It Happen. And I remember when I saw her, I was like, she is just stunning. This was when her hair was just, you know, her natural curls. Yeah. And she was just there was something really, you know, euphoric and magical, let alone about her voice. And she handpicked me and a couple of other kids to dance with her on stage. And in the video, it was done really um kind of edgy and dark and eclectic and vintage um, in a church. And uh, she was performing uh, for an audience in an auditorium or kind of like, you know, at the, at the altar of a church. And so I'm, I'm dancing next to her doing the running man and the Roger rabbit and doing all these like nineties dance moves. And yeah, I believe it or not, I got some really good close-ups and it's one of those (laughs) iconic videos. Like you could spot me in it a bunch of Uh times and, I just was having so much fun not knowing who she was and how goober famous she was going to be much later in life, you know? So yeah, that was a a really fun experience as a child. I feel like just if I was a kid being in any music video, I would be on cloud nine. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Cause when you're a kid, it's not work to you. You know what I mean? And even Mm -hmm. now it's not work to me because Mm -hmm. I genuinely wanted to be in this business. You know, I think at the end of the day, no matter what you choose to do in life, 
as long as you're passionate about it and it's something that you really want to do, then, you know, the sky's the limit. You just got to be in the present moment and, and, and do what you love. Mm -hmm. I bet it, I bet it helped as well with just the audition process, being a kid, maybe not feeling so like bagged down by it or just like, Oh, maybe the pressure going to audition after. Yeah. You just are a little bit more, maybe carefree about it and just have fun rather than stress yourself out. Without a doubt, because I have a lot of, you know, people that I talk to, uh, you know, especially that have children, because when I'm not on set, I sometimes do workshops and seminars and I teach classes and acting and I coach privately, remotely from home. And I understand what the parents going through. And I understand what the child's going through, because at the end of the day, yes, you know, there's a lot of adults that embark. It doesn't matter what career path they embark on sometimes people don't realize you you have to pay your dues. You know what I mean? So when you get to pay your dues, and no matter what you do as a child, you're like SpongeBob, you're absorbing everything. And like you said, it's lackadaisical. There's no pressure. I remember the one thing, because my mother was a single parent, I'm an only child, and she let me pursue whatever I wanted to do at a very young age. She always said to me, if you're not happy, you just let me know and we will stop. And there was a time, I think, when I was in my mid-teens, like 16, 17, I wanted to take like the smallest of breaks for a couple months. And then I was like, I'm miserable. I want to go back to it, you know? Um, Because starting as a child, there are certain aspects of your childhood that do get interrupted. Like my high school diploma was sent in the mail. I wasn't able to take my normal class pictures with people. Um, You know, I was getting tutored on set. I had to go to somebody else's prom because I couldn't go to my prom. But at the end of the day, I still wouldn't have it any other way, any other way. I still live my life to the fullest. My mom made sure that I, I remember, I remember like I had to like, I don't know, I I got, I either rented or she bought someone's cap and gown so I could have photos of me, you know, in my apparel. So my family Uh saw that I graduated from my school. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's so nice. Yeah. Go mom. That's what moms are the best. That is so nice. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to make your kid happy. And now, and now I can exactly. having a child. And now, now you get it. Now I got, now I get it. Yes, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, um, so you of course start in one of our favorite Nickelodeon shows, all that, which I think, is there something all that behind you? Oh, yes. I have, uh, <laughs> I know, was like, I, I think I, the logo's a really out. great Mavis. And, you know, I, I feel like I have so much love uh, from people and fans and, you know, people on social media that just love all that. Like at the end of the day, it was such a nostalgic show. And for me to be on that show or to have been on it, uh, coming all the way into, you know, the reboot with the new cast and being able to pass, yeah. uh, pass down the torch and, play old roles and new roles. Uh, it's it's really been an amazing journey. I think all that was something ahead of its time, even when it first came out. And I knew, I knew when the time was right and the frequency and alignment was right, that the show would come back. And, and, and it was just a matter of time, you know, and now what's great is, uh, you know, we have previous fans and now new fans you have the parents and now you have the kids it's so true Mm -hmm. and especially Mm -hmm. with like how popular reboots are right now it really was only a matter of time till it came back yes 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 I mean I feel blessed to be on a couple shows that are coming back I mean all that was considered a reboot but my cartoon the proud family that I'm on is considered a revival 
And so, you know, uh, the difference is, is we pick up from where we left off with a revival. Um, and then there's just some tweaks done, right? With something like an All That, the reboot was a complete new cast. But then bringing in some of the old Genesee Qua, like us, you know, me and okay. Josh and Lori, Beth and Kel yeah. and Keenan to, you know, help pass down the torch and whatnot. That's mm-hmm. so cool. For a show like all that, that's, you know, a lot of sketch comedy. What was a normal week? I mean, a normal week, <laughs> like <laughs> filming something like that or rehearsing? Because it, it must be different sure. all the time. I would say it's a very similar format to, I was on a show called One World. Uh, it was a Peter Ingle show. He did Save by the Bell. So mm-hmm. I was on a show right after all that called One World that was a teen NBC Saturday morning lineup show. It was with like King Time, City Guys, Saved by mm. the Bell, The New Class, and then my mm-hmm. show, One World. So these sitcom shows or sketch comedy shows, they're kind of like a Monday through Friday schedule. So basically what transpires is Monday, you have a table read where you sit down with all the big wigs and the writers and the director of that episode and anyone that's a guest star and the regulars on the show, wardrobe, the whole kit and caboodle sits down for a live table read. And everyone's like, ha, that got a laugh. That didn't get a laugh or whatever. And then later on that day, you rehearse. um, And then the next day you rehearse, but with what's called a production run through. So at the end of your day, you perform every sketch in the order that the script is written in for all the writers and for the producers. And it's basically where do you see you're getting your laugh? You know, even if it Mm -hmm. was for a, a drama show, where are you getting the cry, right? Okay. And um, then Wednesday, it's the same thing, but the only difference is, is it's not only a producer run-through, it's called, it's an executive run-through where sometimes like, for instance, Brian Robbins, who was the creator of all that, and also the producer who now became like the president of Nickelodeon and Paramount, mm-hmm. he, who, when I was doing the reboot, he would come down like on that Wednesday every now and then, depending, you know, if he was available to see how everything was coming together, especially like, for instance, you know, you know, he, he came to say hi to us for coming and he was so sweet thanking us for, you know, coming to pass down the torch. So it was great to see him and mm-hmm. be with the old gang. Cause like literally we have the same writers and all the way down oh, wow. to the same makeup people. I mean, that's how loyal they are Nickelodeon with the tribe when it came to, you know, the show, all that. So Thursday, you would shoot uh, your scenes uh, that you don't normally do in front of an, an audience. And then Friday, you shoot some more scenes. And then you shoot specific scenes that the stage um, is equipped for those scenes to be shot in front of a live audience. And, uh, okay. you know, usually those are like, for instance, I shot my Island Girls with uh, Lori Beth when it was our, you know, 25th anniversary. They put that smack in the middle, dead Uh, center, no pressure, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) None at all. For the audience to come and watch. And Friday, then you would do, you know, the skits in front of the audience and you would come out in the beginning and say hi. And at the end, you come out and say goodbye. And, you know, that's kind of how it was weekly, whether it was my All That show or One World or whatever other show that I was guest starring or working on. There's a format and a formula. Once in a blue moon, productions are a little off with days, but usually mm-hmm. it's Monday through Friday. Yeah. Just okay. like everybody else's, you know, work day. 
That's nice. Yeah. And then you got the weekend free and then you, <laughs> there know, you go. do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you just in general, a Nickelodeon fan whenever you were on all that? I mean, I have a lot of people that like to ask me, oh, you get the best of both worlds. You work on Nickelodeon, you work on Disney. I go, well, very similar frequencies. You know, I do mm-hmm. kid-friendly content. I've been doing that since I was a child. And especially mm-hmm. now that I'm a new mom, you know, I like to try to, you know, I'm very particular about the roles that I choose. I like to be a role model, especially for my Latin community, you know? So at the end of the day, um, you can't compare either, right? I'm on an animated show on Disney. I'm on camera on Nickelodeon. Um, But I've been very blessed to work with these networks because Nickelodeon, yes, has been a part of my frequency since I was a kid. I think everyone can say, I remember the Snick couch, especially if you were born in the 80s or 90s. You know what I mean? And, you know, you remember all of those iconic shows, Alex Mack, Pete and Pete, you know, Roundhouse, uh, you know, Double Dare, Nick Arcade, Legends of the, you know, Hidden Temple, all Mm -hmm. those. Are you afraid of the dark? You know, Ren and Stimpy, Doug, the Uh, list goes on and on, you know? Truly the best time for Nickelodeon. Yes. I mean, TV's not the the same way, but it's, uh, it's, there's some, there's some gems out there. That's for sure. But I get overwhelmed. There's between cable and streaming. I said to my husband, like, there's so many things there's like so there's not much enough to watch time in the day to binge. Watch. No, I like, we were just at lunch talking about TV shows and I, everyone's watching like a different one. And I'm like adding them to my it's list. Overwhelming. Just, like, never so, get I'm like, listen, can I just watch my bling empire and yes. watch people that are rich, spend some money and I can uh-huh. just, you know, sit back Escape. and get a chuckle. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We, we it's feel good. you. It is overwhelming. <laughs> very overwhelming though. I will say some of the good shows that I'm watching right now is I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm really into Amazon prime right now. I really okay. like the show a uh, night skies with sissy Spacek. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, I haven't seen it yet either. It's, it's good. It's sci-fi, you know, okay. uh, magical sci-fi. I like stuff that just kind of takes me out of the everyday life and out of yes. the, what I call the 3d matrix. Yes. <laughs> it's so needed. <laughs> oh gosh. Very yeah. Well, we'll add that one to our list. Yes, add it in media <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've already touched on this a little bit, but we would love to talk about the Proud Family. First of all, yeah. your character name, iconic. <laughs> La, La Sienica. Sienica. Yes. yes, yes, yes. What was that audition process like? Because I'm assuming it's different whenever it's a voiceover role. Yeah, I remember, you know, I, I played La Sienica. I think, God, was I like, I might have been... 18 or 19. I don't remember exactly how old I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's great is all of us are the original voices. So all of us to still be working together is just yeah. such a beautiful blessing. Um, it's like we never skipped a beat. But that audition, I got a call from my agent that was my TV and film agent. I think at the time I didn't even have a voiceover agent. Um, I do now, of course, but then <laughs> I didn't. And I remember my agent was like, do you want to audition for this? Because I do remember specifically being told they're looking for actors that are okay. on camera actors and that have a fan base. So, you know, I remember Tommy Davison having the fan base from in living sure. color. And I remember Kyla Pratt from, you know, uh, love and basketball and all the different things that she done and vice versa. And, and so I, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to totally do this. And I remember when I went in, I was up against some really amazing voiceover actors. And I was like, I, I'm just going to go and be myself. Uh-huh. This I've never done animation before. And I remember going in for La Cienica and I remember telling them, you know, 
Cause they were like, do it however you want to do it. And I said, I can definitely without a doubt do the stereotypical accent, right. And make her in a box. Okay. I said, but I would really love not to do that. I am Irish, Italian, Dominican from New York, but I live out in California. So there is sort of like this Valley girl frequency to me as Elisa. I said, uh-huh. so I'd love to kind of, you know, embark on my personal alter ego and kind of make her a diva, uh-huh. you know, frenemy kind of frequency. And so her voice became just like higher frequency, like, oh my God, Penny, and just kind of an annoying kind of voice. And, and it'd be very Latin American. I didn't think just because she was Latino that she had to have a stereotypical accent and they were Mm -hmm. so open to it and embraced it. And ever since that's been the frequency for La Cienica from day one and never changed. I also love, cause as I mentioned earlier, I did neither of David or I grew up in Los Angeles. So right. we did not know that La Cienega is a street. Like was a street. No, know that. Yeah. I was blown <laughs> yeah. away when I moved out. Yeah. Here. I was like, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I know my husband's like, you have to be cheesy and you need to go underneath La Cienega and be like doing one of those things. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. We were out here on a trip once and we were driving down that road and my brother and I were like, why does, why does it sound like we've heard this before? Like, like Sienica. Yeah. And then we were like, oh my God, from the Brown family. Like we had no idea. Cause it just sounds like a nice, like a regular name. Yeah. Though I don't know anyone named La Sienica, though. I will say this. I recently scrolling through Instagram, came across a drag queen because I love me some RuPaul drag queen show, Yes. Okay. Uh, I came across a drag queen and her <laughs> name was La Cienica. So I, I DM'd her and I was like, I just have to say that I am so honored that you named yourself oh. after my character. So a couple minutes later, I get like a little notification and she's funny. She goes, oh my God, I thought you were going to like yell at me. Oh. And, you know, tell me that I was going to have to, like, I was going to get sued for taking your name. And I was like, no, no I was calling no, no, no. to praise you. <laughs> yeah. And so now That's I became hilarious. friends with her on social media. And I said, maybe one day we'll meet for a cocktail and shoot the tea. Oh, you have to. <laughs> oh, like, my God. She named her character after La Cienica. That's I so was like, cool. that made my day. That's incredible. <laughs> yes. What an honor, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. words, I mean, bucket list, life complete. <laughs> all you need <laughs> all I need <laughs> so we also love to know about sometimes the recording process for different shows and you know it's so different from something like all that right usually we have heard for voiceovers anything like that you are alone in a booth or maybe you're with another yeah. actor was it mainly just you yeah. or did you sometimes have other actors there sometimes I'm lucky and I can record with someone but usually I'm solamente it's me oh. by myself with an engineer on the other side of the window and then during the pandemic in 2020 and on, it's now via Zoom with uh, Bruce Smith, the creator, and wow. Ralph Corquar, who is the producer and showrunner as well. And, you know, the director, whoever's directing that episode, and then writers, um, and then someone usually from Disney or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's amazing what you can do remotely, but there's nothing like having a person there with you rather than a script reader reading it through a zoom call, you know, that live in feeling energy is what, you know, makes an actor just kind of work off one another. But I've been doing this for so long. I just, I can turn lights on and lights off. And it, to me, I kind of, as much as it's nice to work with other people, it's also nice just to 
you, it's you're by, you're yourself. by yourself, you know, I just say my lines three different ways and go to the next, you know, unless mm-hmm. they want it done at fourth mm-hmm. version or whatever. And, uh, you know, uh, right. bang it out, bang it out, bang it out, you know? So wait, so you can, perks. so you can record over zoom now, or do you still go into a studio and like other people? Are oh no, zoom? I go into a studio in the beginning. Oh, they okay. tried to send us like our own whole kit and us actors trying to do this by ourselves. Oh. Like I, I just moved into a house a little over, two like a little under two years ago so i was in an apartment when they okay. first sent me a whole recording whole studio kit. set up and i was like oh this is a joke because i got neighbors you would oh. think they're walking around with weights on their feet uh-huh so you're you gonna know what i mean them. yeah oh and the washing machine hitting the wall and all this and i go this is a joke so <laughs> legit i remember i had to tell my rep that i had at the time i was like I know you have a recording studio. I'm getting in there immediately because this is just ridiculous. Yeah. So I would go into their recording studio, but literally everything I did in their studio and that I did at home, we all had to re-record everything. We all got brought back in because they probably were like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) You could hear everything. (laughs) Everything was somebody flushing the toilet, somebody cooking, you know, it was Mm -hmm. too much. I remember we were <laughs> They're like, this is not going to work. It's not there was a work. couple weeks where they were doing construction on my apartment building and like it would, it, it would be quiet. And then it like, it's like they knew we were about to record and all of a sudden you would just hear everything they were doing. Well, doing anything at home, especially me being an actor, you know, there's hardly any in-person meetings. So whether I'm having a meet and greet, talking to a fan, doing an interview, maybe a self-home audition, the, the challenge for me, not so much is not about the noise. It's Will my baby be oh. making the noise this time? And usually yeah. I try to do things when she's sleeping or my husband's around and can watch uh-huh. her because when you need your child to be quiet, they're not, they're, they're not, not. Quiet at all whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> they're louder. Well, if you need to, if, if you need to get up at all, please do. Don't even worry. Oh, about no, he's it. watching her. She's fine. <laughs> okay. She's fine. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Did you notice whenever Disney plus came out and like, obviously everyone started to rewatch all the old Disney channel things. Did you notice like that people started, you know, reaching out to you more or just hear more about people watching the proud family? I think now because proud family was on the Disney channel, not Mm -hmm. Disney plus during a time where social media was just cultivating and just expanding. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we were, recording proud family back then we weren't even talking about social media like the stuff that we talk about now in the new season on disney plus it's all modern it's about what's happening in the now present moment uh but i i can only imagine like if proud family came out for the first time even now but Mm -hmm. what's great is it's theoretically like season four, but they're calling it season one. Sure. You know, and it is like, it's coming out for the first time, especially for the new fans that are like the kids or whatever. But overall, um, it's, it's funny, you know, I, I knew it was a show like all that, that would come back. It was just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. And I, I think especially what I can resonate and what I feel is magical about both shows is they're both diverse. Yeah. It's like a United Nations melting pot for all ethnicities. And whether it was all that on Nickelodeon with the diverse cast and whether it was my show, The Proud Family with the diverse cast, these are the kind of shows, whether it's animated on camera, that kids need to see, that families need to see, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to be able to sit down and go, I look like that kid. I can relate to this topic. 
it's especially so now the stuff that we're talking about in the proud family we're talking about activism and and lgbtq community and all these mm -hmm. different things that you know i think is is important for the masses to be able to see that you know hey we got Definitely. your back and we're here you know mm -hmm. so like it was so important to have it on tv at the time when these shows first aired mm -hmm. but then i feel like now it's also equally as important and i May, and also the dialogue can be more, like you said, current mm -hmm. and you can incorporate that rather than just like, oh my gosh, a, you know, a little girl, a little boy, you know, when it first came out would see someone who looked right. like them. And now you can almost like merge both of them mm -hmm. exactly. and talk about a lot that's going on exactly. today. Cause my theory is, is like, you know, now it, we've always been there. Yeah. When it came to the proud family with that frequency, we've always been there, but people are now just awoke. That's what I say. They're yeah. woke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And thank God. <laughs> Honestly. Hallelujah. <laughs> so <Amen>. needed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. It is fun seeing how like in this season, you know, before they none of them had social media or cell phones. And now like yeah. they're like talking about like influencers and things like that. The new <laughs> Oh, version. it's so funny. I know last night because like I gotta be on my new hologram and I gotta do this and I gotta do that. <laughs> and how many followers you ain't gonna have no followers, Penny, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Lord. <laughs> oh, it's like, you know, even my daughter now, she, they, you know, kids, they see what a cell phone is. They see what a device is. And you're like, yeah, yeah, right? not yet. Not, not yet. yet. <laughs> it's too soon. Yeah. Um, but they think, they think it's a toy that we don't want to give them. You know, my yeah. daughter thinks my phone is a toy that I don't want to give her. And I'm like, cause it's for a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You don't you're need not it yet. Even, you're 10 months. You're not even one. Baby but that, steps, but they are savvy. Let me tell you, don't matter. Eight months, nine months, they know what a cell phone is. It's so crazy. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. screens, all the screens. Mm -hmm. um, Unfortunately, you have to kind of let them play with it once in a blue moon because this is their generation. And if yeah, not, then you're going to have them be delayed. Mm -hmm. And the worst part is, is she knows how to do this swipey thing. Does she? And I go, ay ay ay, in Spanish, <laughs> ay dios mío. Okay. <laughs> they pick on it pick up on it so quickly yeah she it's i think she's scary me. my husband's like you're her teacher i go i get it i go she's my teacher yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> just wait like two years she's gonna be texting <laughs> I know. she's already grounded and she's not even a year old so um one thing about the reboot too is i feel like you guys had incredible guest stars Mm -hmm. Did you get to meet uh, any of them or was it all so, kind of separate? Still? So believe it or not, uh, no, I didn't get to see Lizzo and all these uh, little, you know, little Nas X and all these diff different people. I mean, that's the bummer, but I'm hoping if we have one big party, maybe we will. Mm -hmm. What was fun is yeah. we had our virtual premiere uh, with most of the cast in person at this XR studio where um, it was a very, it was kind of a little bit of a private event where uh, it was done mostly for internal Disney people where they showed like the first uh, two episodes of the show. And then uh, EJ Johnson, who's a new um, a voice actor on the show, um, he came on and he interviewed us while we were doing the virtual event. And we did this fun trivia where we did the answers and questions for fans. And so, you know, I was able to see my co-stars there. And then I I recently just went to something called uh, the Upfront, which is in oh. New York. It's for uh, Disney, ABC, Hulu, and that Geo. So I got a chance to see a lot of my, you know, my tribe. Meaning, oh, like, you know, I was the only one there, which I felt very honored representing the Proud Family. But I got a chance to see other actor friends of mine that I haven't seen in a while. 
um, you know, like Gina Rodriguez and Hilary Duff and all these amazing other actors. So that was really fun when you get a chance to not only see your tribe, but like meet other people within the franchise is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's that was awesome. really, really fun. Yeah. And coming back now with Disney, we've been doing a lot of appearance work and a lot of fun press. And we have a lot of fun things happening uh, later on this year, like this coming month. Um, the episode I did with uh, Celebrity Family Feud with my cast uh, from Proud Family will be coming out uh, with oh, Mr. Fun. C. Harvey this this new season that starts July 10th. So stay posted oh, for so when I cool. will announce the date, which is coming very soon for the episode that I'm in. And that oh, was a yeah. hit because we played opposite of Salt and Pepper, Ducky Fresh, and <laughs> Kid and Play. Wow, oh, that's cool. I just was like, you know, between me and I was hanging out. And then for my cast, it was me, Kiki Palmer, Kyla Pratt, and Soleil Moon Fry, and Paula, who plays, you know, Trudy Proud. I mean, uh-huh. we were just, oh my God, we were just having too much fun. Are you okay? Let's put it this way. Well, Steve Harvey made our episode from 30 minutes to an hour. Let's just put it that oh, way. Okay. He, so. he expanded because we were all just having too much fun. I can't wait. <laughs> oh my God. I'm jealous. I love that show. Are you, are you a competitive person when it comes to games? Yeah. I mean, I feel like this, like, even if you are going to say the wrong answer, say something, let's just put it this yeah. way. Like some people, they go blank or they forget, or they get nervous. Right. You know what I mean? So that was the one thing is like, I remember all of us were like, no matter what, say something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just say something, no matter Don't how freeze. crazy it sounds. <laughs> Yeah, because this game isn't that easy, you know, you, you watch it and you're like, this is easy. And I remember I was rehearsing it with my husband and all this stuff on uh, different options of ways I can answer things. But the questions are really, really, they're finessed in a weird way that for some reason, the human brain can't process it when you're asked it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. At that one moment, you're asked the simplest question. But when you process it, you're like, and you're there on the stage, you're like, Yeah, I feel like anytime you get put on the spot like that, it makes it like a thousand times more difficult. It's like one plus one and you say three, you know? So yeah. Yeah. But overall it's, it's without a doubt going to be an entertaining episode. So stay posted because new episodes. And I think there's only like five or six episodes with celebrities. So, you know, we're one of them and it's it's definitely coming out this summer. Very soon. Yes. Oh my my gosh. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, And he's in a hot pink suit, Mr. Harvey. Okay, Steve. (laughs) I know. I was like, can I borrow your outfit? He has his own, you know, suit company. I don't, oh, I don't know if I knew wow. that. So if, I didn't oh, know that. why wouldn't he, right? Of course. Yeah. He has yeah. fancy suits that he everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, just casually. Whenever we were tour guides at Warner Brothers and he was doing a show there and he had like had it just looked like the nicest trailer for him. Oh, <laughs> Always parked outside. He's honestly the nicest man. Oh, I'm so glad so to hear that. So friendly, took selfies, was in gratitude, gave us some good advice. Oh, had a great. group with us, great banter, oh. you know, all around a nice man. And he deserves all the good stuff that's in his life for sure. Oh, oh I love that. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. It's always mm-hmm. great to hear that about someone you see on TV. It's like, are they really yeah, that nice? Know. You're like, oh, are they gonna, how are they going to yeah. be? Has it like just you an know? act? Yeah. Yeah, no, it yeah. was the real deal. Real deal. Do you remember the first time you ever got recognized out in public? Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like I, I, I am blessed to the point where even to this day, you know, I, of course, I'm older, but though I like to call myself immortal, <laughs> I don't. I feel like I still kind of look the same, you know. Especially yeah. when people make a drastic change where they don't look anything remotely the same. So I've been lucky to, whether it was all that or 
you know, any other show that I was on later on in life. Yes, I've been lucky. I feel all that in one world are the shows and and now Proud Family, even though it's animated, what's amazing about Disney is they're so big with doing publicity and launching that you see us also on camera promoting it. So, sure. you know, not to get, get off the topic, but it's amazing because I was telling my husband, like, you would think I'm an on, I'm on I'm on an on camera show for the amount of stuff that I've been doing to promote the show. And it's a mm-hmm. cartoon. So it just goes to show you animated, not animated, like it's all treated the same. Love That's is great. love, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yes, I, 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 I was, I remember I probably was, it might've been when I was like, um, you know, freshly doing all that. And maybe someone mm-hmm. recognized me at Universal Studios because that was our backyard and, you know, or oh, somebody right. just recognized me at the mall. And I was like, me, you want to rest with me? And <laughs> you know, really humbling. And, and that was sure. one thing my mom, God rest her soul. She always was like, be nice to your fans, talk to mm-hmm. your supporters, talk to your tribe. And so to this day, you know, I always try yearly to touch base with people, mm-hmm. try to give back in any way, shape or form, try to show love any way, shape or form, as long as it's done respectfully. And I'm able to, you know, give my time and energy, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm all about giving back, you know, my fans are the reason I'm, I'm here and, and that I'm able to truck on all the love and support, you know, it means a lot to me. I love mm-hmm. that. And with both all that and the proud family reviving, coming back, I feel like it's just going to, like we said, with streaming too, it's going to bring even more fans, just even more oh, people yeah, yeah. that direction. We're, we're so excited because they announced a, a season two yeah. uh, coming, you yeah. know, coming out, we're in production. So, you know, that'll be coming out soon. And, and, you know, I, I feel like it's just begun. I, I, we're not yeah. going anywhere. There's uh, it, it's, it's definitely time for something like this. There isn't anything like it on TV and it, there's enough room for all of us. That's what I say. You know, oh my God, there's yeah. enough room for everybody. So let's just, you know, share, share, share the cupcakes, share the, share the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it also totally seems like from a viewer standpoint that you guys just stepped right back in. Like you didn't even skip a beat. Like none of the characters see. No, like I know someone has asked me like, well, someone goes, well, did your voice change? I go, no. (laughs) I said, the thing is, is that she's always been a part of me. And even, even if, even if it was a voice that was completely a different frequency, that's what I do. I'm an actor. I'm a chameleon. Mm-hmm. I play multiple different voices. I know how to do different characters. Hence why the sketch comedy was a great platform for me to get mm-hmm. to where I am now within my career, because I, I love to play different entities. You know, like right now I'm working on a project where I'm playing multiple different voices, whether it's a Southern accent or a Latin accent, or, you know, a, a voice of a, a robot or a this or that, you know, uh, that's what we do us actors are chameleons you know and a lot of people don't realize like i played a couple of different voices on the proud family i played a little boy's voice i played a you know um, an older woman's voice that has a latin accent you know just look in the credits Uh and you'll see that you know i'm not just there too yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah and is there anything else that you're currently working on or that you'd like to promote? I don't know if you can talk about certain yeah. things or not. Um, there's a documentary out that I'm in right now that was just at the Tribeca Film Festival called Butterfly in the Sky. Mm-hmm. It's based off of the Reading Rainbow. I was going to ask. Yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I was on it when I was a kid. And so I was mm-hmm. one of the kids that reviewed the books. 
And it was so funny because my accent at the time being a New Yorker was so like this. And the book that I reviewed was called I Want a Dog. It was so funny. <laughs> and my accent was so hardcore thick that it, it's just, it's, it's, it had to be in it. I was like, this, mm-hmm. you got to get that tagline when I go, I want a dog. <laughs> and it just was such a great cherry on top for me within my career because, you know, being a part of such a young fan base with that doc. And when I got asked to get interviewed, I said, oh, without a doubt, LeVar Burton was a big part of so many people's childhood mm-hmm. and, and brought educational reading, you know, and media and content to our, you know, TVs back then. So this documentary is paying homage to the nostalgia of that frequency. And LeVar also like, oh my God, he doesn't age. He looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him somewhere and I remember like he walked by and I was like, is that, he's got that, that? skin. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that yeah. Was the bar. And so, yeah. And I mean, it's a great doc. We have some really big names attached to it. Whoopi Goldberg is one of the producers of it as well. And, you know, all of the people that created this uh, documentary really were just so passionate and loving about it. And so, uh, you know, I'm honored to be a part of it right now. It's kind of floating around in different festivals and then it's going to be available to the masses. So I can't oh, wait great. for everyone to oh, see because it it's, it's really special and it's gotten some really great publicity and some really great oh. report. I think we got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I remember when I first heard about Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, is this something you want to be on and get the score? And you're like, yeah, I know. I know. The, okay. the name Rotten Tomatoes doesn't sound Sounds great. really <laughs> deceiving, but don't judge a book. Yeah. You need it. You need right? it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, another cool. one to add to our list of Honestly. things to watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then also I, there's a doc that's out that I'm a producer on and I'm also in, it's called the orange years and it's about eighties oh. and nineties, Nickelodeon nostalgia. And so you know, that's currently streaming on Hulu. Gravitas picked it up, you know, and we have a great tribe of people. Uh, Scott Barber, who's the director and the reason why I was a part of it and all of the Orange Years tribe. That was something really, really special to me because it's the chronological order and backstory mm-hmm. all the way to present about Nickelodeon. So when mm-hmm. I got asked to be interviewed on it, um, and then I, you know, we, we were in talks about me coming on board a little bit more internally as a producer, because I like to call myself the connector. A lot of people don't know, but I write, I produce, you know, I, I'm a jack of all trades in this business over 30 years, you have to be. Mm-hmm. And it just made sense for me to come on board as a producer. I was kind of the connector to some other talent and other people, and it just worked out beautifully. So that's another doc that I'm passionate about. And I have another film called Break Even that's out that's streaming. It's four friends. We find 50 mil. We steal it. We're on the run being chased oh. by cops and DEA. Okay. Fun. So where, yeah. where is that um, streaming at? It, it, everywhere. Everywhere. Just break even and, and you'll be able to see it. Yeah. Great. Uh-huh. And, we'll and, yeah, and yeah. And and I have a couple songs on, you know, Spotify and Google Play and iTunes because I sing as well. And, you know, just I'm I'm working on a bunch of different things and Right now, my focus definitely has been the Proud family. I'm going to be working on a film later on this summer. I'll be able to share more about that at a later time. And just being a new mom and enjoying life and, you know, getting ready for her to turn one in August, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Is your Instagram probably like the easiest way for people to stay updated? Yeah. So you can check out alisareyes.com. That's A-L-I-S-A-R-E-Y-E-S.com. But then I'm verified on social media. So go, 
you know, follow me and I'll, you know, give you love and light back, you know, under all my <laughs> profiles, I'm on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter and Facebook. I have a, a link tree that, you know, has drop down menus of all these different things that I'm working on. And I have a fun merch store and, you know, where you can get my music and check out my latest press and videos and all that stuff. I, I just found out, which is really cool. Aside from all that being available now on Netflix, which is exciting and Paramount mm-hmm. plus, yeah. You can see my show One World that I was on on Tubi. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, God, you know, if you want to find nostalgic day, you know, go check me out on Tubi and all these fun different platforming. That's so platforms. cool that like yeah. all these shows you were a part of now are so easy to watch. I know. I'm like, oh my God, all these years when I needed to find the footage for my acting role, now I can just grab <laughs> Now it. here it is. Now it's yeah, everywhere. Now here it is. That's crazy. <laughs> Because, you know, every now and then just for giggles, you know, us actors, we do put our name into Google. We do put our name into like Alexa and like the stuff that I'm like, I forgot I did that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I never. Because there's things that sometimes as actors, I don't always get to see, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not that easy to find your own footage. It's like when I do a commercial, I go, oh, I got it. You know, I caught it. You know, you just never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're so excited about all the amazing things you have coming up. Congrats on all that. That's so great. Thank you so much. You guys have been awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm really, I feel blessed to be doing what I love, especially to have been thriving during what I like to call organized chaos, you know, with this pandemic. And all we can do is just, you know, keep on on trucking. You know, Um, my one thing that I'm really excited about is, you know, I'm working on uh, a kid's book. So I'm, oh. you know, uh, you know, so that'll be something that I'll be able to kind of share with the world at a later time. Uh, you know, being a, a children's author is something I'm very passionate about. And now that I have a child, so all these things that I'm doing really is, is for my daughter. So she can Aww. sit down and go, you know, oh, I can not only watch this with mommy, but maybe this is something that, you know, I can, you know, learn something from. And and that's what I hope she can take away and everybody else takes away from all the stuff that I do is I just want you all to feel joy and happy and have laughter and go down memory lane when you watch some of the stuff that I'm attached to, because it meant so much to me, you know? Oh, well, I could not love we, that. We more. can attest. Yeah. We can attest that mission accomplished. You can yes. absolutely give that off. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Yeah. It's been one of my favorite <laughs> interviews we've done. Yeah. Aww. Well, I adore you. You guys, hopefully maybe one day I'll meet you in person. Yeah, I know that would be so fun. It's like zoom is great, but it's just not as good as the real thing. The I know. Same. Well, send me your addresses and I'll send you in all that La Cienica picture. One of these days when I make the post office. Oh my, oh my God. God, we would, yeah. we would die. <laughs> yeah, it'd be my pleasure. And I, if I'm not following you guys individually, I, th- I don't, I think I am following your page and make sure just shoot me like your link so I can make sure I'm connected and maybe oh, we can do thanks. this again, you know, when I'm promoting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 We would love that. Yes. We will. We'll, we have everything jotted down that you're in. So we'll make sure to remember <laughs> and watch. You're so got cute. These lists well, of shows. <laughs> well, now, now, now you're definitely gonna have to make it a movie night. Well, you guys have been amazing. I mean, you know, just stay in touch. I oh, love thank you guys. You so it was much. so nice Everything. to meet you. Have oh, a great thank evening. You oh, so happy much. 4th of July. You too. Yeah, you Bye. too. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Grace. Yes. 
happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Happy anniversary, I mean. Thank you. <laughs> it's fine. I still have my birthday balloon up. I'll take it. Um, for anyone who's been with us since day one, this is our four-year anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> We're four. We're fire. We're fire. Oh, what a four years it's been. What a four years. Two of them <laughs> in a pandemic, but we kind of thrived. We really did. We kind of thrived in the pandemic, made the most of it. I mean, what the heck else are we going to do? Everyone had all that time. No, Cora. Cora's just excited as well about our anniversary. And all that time. Um, Yeah, we've we've loved doing this podcast every single second. Mm -hmm. Back to the day that we scribbled in my notebook. Our ideas, millennial millennial memories. Personally, I think that um, our best era would have been a good runner-up. Our best era was memories too was good. I we were really we wanted millennial in there. Well, cheers to us. Cheers to us. We just wanted to thank everybody, and also thank Elisa again. Oh my God, Elisa! Did you guys hear her say that she loved us? You heard it, right? (laughs) What if I just cut that part? We absolutely love talking with her. We hope that you guys got her. We hope that people's vibe comes across in a podcast because mm. she was so warm, so lovely, beautiful. Oh my God. And she really just gives off the love and light that she tries to give off. Like mm. I told her, mission accomplished. Oh my God, yeah. We absolutely feel that from her. She said it in the interview, but if you want to go follow her, which I mean, you should. Uh, her handle is just her name. It's at Elisa Reyes, A-L-I-S-A-R-E-Y-E-S. And there's a link to her link tree there, as well as her website that she said, ElisaReyes.com. Yes. And definitely check out The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Yeah. She said it in the episode, and I'm seeing it here. It did get a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's great. It's so, so good. And if for some reason you haven't seen any of The Proud Family, make sure you watch the original. Yeah, it's on Disney doing? Plus. It is such a great show. We we loved it growing mm-hmm. up. And The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, which I think she said it's a revival. That's what they've called it. Yes, because Instead it's the of same a, cast. So apparently when <laughs> it's a reboot if it's a new cast. Yes. Revival if it's the same. I'm glad she said that because that really made sense to me. I always just call everything a reboot. I know. Well, me too. But it makes sense. Um, definitely check it out. And she told us it was renewed for a season two. Yes. Yeah, so there's more to come. Which is so exciting. And she also told us a bunch of things that she's going to have coming up. When yeah. we know their release dates or anything, we will share it on our Instagram story. So make sure you're following us at BTTB Podcast so you can see all of her great projects that she has. Honestly. Yeah, follow us there on Instagram at BTTB Podcast. Same on Twitter at BTTB Podcast. We are on Facebook and TikTok at Back to the Best, YouTube.com slash Back to the Best if you would like to see any videos from our interview with Elisa. And of course, our website is www.bttbpodcast.com. Oh, I love that. It was Thank very you. good. <laughs> Beautifully done. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We do. And we hope that you'll come back next week to enjoy another episode. Yes. And if there's a takeaway from this episode, it's do not hike okay. mountains. It's Thank you, you guys so much them. for listening. Don't hike those mountains. Please very, very dangerous. Where we, we are going to keep taking you <laughs> back to the best. Bye. Bye. Be safe out there. Okay, Don't I'm hike the mountains.